House Republicans unveiled their plans to aid Israel with a bill cutting funding for the IRS. And have you purchased your Halloween candy yet? You might have some sticker shock when you do. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is The Morning Rundown. Today is Tuesday, October 31st. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. Newly elected House Speaker Mike Johnson and House Republicans have unveiled a plan for the U.S. to provide $14.3 billion in emergency military aid to Israel by cutting that same amount from IRS funding, which was part of legislation signed by President Biden last year. Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, which focused on climate change, health care costs and taxes, allotted $80 billion of funding for the IRS. The money is for the agency to hire thousands of agents, improve taxpayer services and target wealthy tax evaders. In an interview with Fox News on Monday, Johnson defended the GOP's bill, saying he knows it will be unpopular with Democrats in the Senate and plans to have a discussion with Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. I understand their priority is to bulk up the IRS, uh, but I think if you put this to the American people and they weigh the two needs, I think they're going to say standing with Israel and protecting the innocent uh, over there is in our national interest and is a more immediate need than IRS agents. Earlier this month, the Biden administration asked Congress for a $105 billion aid package that would see $14 billion going to Israel and $61 billion for Ukraine. Johnson has said he would want aid for Israel and Ukraine to be handled separately. The House plans to vote on the Israel funding bill on Wednesday. If it passes the House, it would most likely be rejected by the Democratic-controlled Senate. In his statement, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre called the bill a non-starter. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he is rejecting calls for a ceasefire in its ongoing war with Hamas. Speaking at a news conference in Tel Aviv Monday, Netanyahu said Israel will fight until the battle is won, adding the future of civilization is at stake. Two senior United Nations officials spoke out hours later calling for a pause in fighting. The officials saying civilians in Gaza are desperately searching for food, water and shelter amid Israel's continuing airstrikes. Earlier in the day, the Israeli army said during a ground raid in Gaza, it had freed one of the more than 230 hostages taken by Hamas more than three weeks ago. Officials said the Israeli soldier was found to be in good condition and she was reunited with her family. Netanyahu said the soldier's release is a turning point in the war and called for the immediate release of all hostages. Cross-examination began in the trial of FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried on Monday. Prosecutors used statements made by the 31-year-old former crypto billionaire in past interviews, in congressional testimony, and on Twitter to make their case. Bankman-Fried is accused of defrauding FTX customers and investors of billions of dollars. In one instance, the prosecution brought up statements he made on social media promising that customers' assets would be safe. 
Bangman Freed responded multiple times throughout the questioning with a one-word answer of yep or no. He has pleaded not guilty to all fraud and conspiracy charges. If convicted, Bankman Freed could face decades in prison. The judge in the case has told jurors the trial might wrap up this week. The Federal Drug Administration has issued a warning to consumers to stop using certain over-the-counter eye drops that could cause eye infections. The warning covers 26 eye drop products and includes some marketed under store brands like CVS, Rite Aid, Target, and Walmart, in addition to drops from Rugby and Velocity Pharma brands. The FDA says using these products could lead to eye infections and result in vision loss or blindness, although there have been no reported cases of infection as of now. The FDA advised manufacturers to recall the products after investigators found unsanitary conditions and harmful bacteria in the facility that manufactures the eye drops. This marks the latest in a series of warnings and recalls for eye drops issued this year. Anyone who might be affected by these recalls is urged to contact the FDA. Tonight, trick-or-treaters will be heading to house after house for some candy and chocolate free of charge. But those same treats are costing shoppers a lot more at the grocery store this year. According to the latest data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, candy prices are up 7.5% compared to this time last year. Looking at the ingredients, cocoa prices are trading at a 44-year high and global sugar prices are at 12-year highs. One of the main reasons behind the rise in cost is the weather. West Africa, which produces most of the world's cocoa, is facing one of its worst droughts in 20 years. And Mexico saw its sugar production fall more than 15% this year due to drought conditions. Shoppers are expected to spend $3.6 billion on Halloween candy this year, up 16% from last year per the National Retail Federation. Our business correspondent, Simone Del Rosario, has more spooky stats in her latest Five for Friday segment on SAN.com. Finally this morning, let's give you one more Halloween story. For this one, we have a question. How old is too old to go trick-or-treating? Well, if you live in Jacksonville, Illinois, it's unlawful to go trick-or-treating from age 13 and up. Same if you're in Rain, Louisiana. And up until a few years ago, there was a law in Chesapeake, Virginia from the 1970s threatening jail time for teens who went trick-or-treating. It was never enforced and eventually tossed out in 2019, though an amendment passed saying trick-or-treaters should be 14 years old or younger. Anyone older could be fined up to $250, but no jail time. According to a recent NBC News survey, 46% of parents believe children are never too old for trick-or-treating. The next highest number, 16% of adults, felt that trick-or-treating should stop around age 17 or 18. These are your top stories for this Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe to the Morning Rundown newsletter to get the top stories each weekday morning. Just go to san.com slash rundown to sign up. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.